Welcome to the Raising Sons podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Rochelle Whitaker, but you can call me Dr. Shell. I'm a parenting advisor, educational psychologist, licensed maternal mental health therapist, and mom. On this podcast, we'll cover everything you need to know about raising sons. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, hey, it's Dr. Shell with another episode of the Raising Sons podcast. And today we're talking about how to teach your boys about consent. So this is a heavy topic, but one of the things that I pride myself on is being honest and truthful and bringing you information that you can use. So let's get into it. There are three different areas that I want to talk about when we talk about consent. And the first one is consent. What is consent? And so it's defined as the permission for something to happen or agreement to do something. I liken it to stealing, right? If you steal something, you take something that doesn't belong to you. So if you don't have a young woman's consent, that means that you're taking something from her that doesn't belong to you. And so when we talk about consent with our sons, we need to first start off talking about what it means to, you know, respect the opposite sex. And remember, I say you start the end from the beginning. So you start teaching them about respecting others early, respecting you respecting other women in your family. I think on another episode of the podcast, we talk about building work ethic and all of that goes into helping your child to know who they are and what is expected of them. And part of what is expected of them is how they treat other people. You know, making sure that you talk to them about, like I said, treating a young lady with respect, understanding that no means no. So at any point doing a physical interaction with a young lady and she tells you no, no means no, no means to stop. And so also making sure that your son understands what it means when he's in the position to have, you know, a sexual experience or sexual encounter with a young lady that she is fully on board and she's fully coherent. And so when I say coherent, meaning that she's able to make those decisions being of sober mind. So she's not under the influence of any kind of drugs or alcohol or anything else, because if she's under the influence, she can't make a decision. She can't give consent. Right. And so just helping them to know, you know, if you're with the young lady and she's been drinking, then that's the end. Nothing is going to happen. Right. Because she can't give consent. And so making that very clear from the get go that consent means yes. Right. Means that Someone is telling you that they will allow you to do something, meaning the young lady that you're dating is saying, yes, I consent to, I agree to have sexual relations with you. And so making sure that you have that yes, making sure that your sons understand a young woman is to be treated, of course, with respect, but also and not to be what I consider manhandled. So not handled roughly, not pushed or shoved or grabbed, that's the word, grabbed harshly, any of those things are out of the scope of consent, right? It means that you're not respecting the other person because no one is going to give you permission to treat them badly. So, you know, you don't even want your son to go down that lane for whatever he's doing to be misconstrued as something that is offensive to for or to a young lady. I think it's extremely important that you are honest with your sons about what can happen and what that looks like in terms of consent. I think it's extremely important that you give examples, that you role play with them, 
that you talk about their body and a young lady's body being a temple, right? And so those are definitely important things that you want to have when you talk about consent. And two other points that I want to make under this, the other one is about being complicit, right? So what does that even mean? It means teaching your sons that they can be in the same place with someone that they know is maybe doing something that is non-consensual with the young lady. They're there and they're aware of it. So that makes them complicit in the whole situation because someone can say, well, he was there and he knew he didn't do anything about it, though. He didn't do anything to prevent it. So you want to help your sons to know that, one, they need to choose their friends wisely (laughs) because they don't want to associate themselves with other friends or other young men who would steal something from a young woman or you know take something that doesn't belong to her. Secondly, they don't want to be in a position to be held accountable for something they didn't do because they were there and they didn't do anything to prevent it. I want to take a break to tell you about the Raising Sons Manual. This ebook style guide consists of conversation starters, guides, and exercises to assist you with navigating the same tough topics and conversations we discuss on this podcast in real time. If you or your child has been hesitant about therapy, or if you just need something tangible and practical to put into practice, this is the manual for you. I am offering a free sample to all listeners of the podcast. Click the link in the show notes to download. Now, if your son knows about something, for instance, he's at a party, he's at a college party, and he knows that, you know, several of the guys are, you know, sleeping with this young lady and she's, you know, inebriated. The thing for him to do is to leave, one, and then two, to call, you know, campus police or the police or to get an adult involved because sometimes trying to prevent something from happening when it's a whole slew of, you know, young men can put him in danger. But the thing about it is to notify other people that can help the situation and help the young lady. So, you know, it's important to talk to your sons about, again, you know, choosing friends wisely, choosing friends who, you know, respect women, choosing friends who, you know, don't want to put themselves or him in the kind of position where they would be called in to talk about what he did or didn't do or how he was a part of something. And you don't want his name or him connected to something that's inappropriate, right? Because, you know, this whole non-consensual thing can lead to dire consequences. And so that's the other thing that I want to talk about is consequences of one, being complicit or and or two, having sex with a young lady and it's non-consensual. So we know that non-consensual sex is rape. And so that can lead to prison. If your child is under the age of 18, then it's juvenile detention until they reach the age of 18, and then they can go into prison with adults. So we know that there's prison. We also know about the sex offender registry list that they will have to be on for sometimes, depending on what the situation is, it can be a lifetime, it can be 10 years, but it doesn't really matter the length of time it matters the fact that they're on the list. And so that prevents and keeps them from doing so many different things. And so some of the things that I want to talk to you all about today are things that you don't even realize that could put your son on the sex offender registry list. And so one of those things is taking nude photos. And so I know it's kind of like, what? 
Yes. If you take nude photos and you are and those photos are sent out or you sharing the photos with others, that could put you on the sex offender registry list because it looks like you're spreading child pornography, even if it's you spreading it of yourself. So that is one of them. Urinating in public, right? So you can be ticketed for that and then it can turn into an indecent exposure charge, which then in turn can lead into a sex offense. So you can definitely look these things up because there are things that you wouldn't think of that put your, you know, can put your son on the sex offender registry list. Flashing or streaking is another one. So, and that's very similar to, you know, the indecent exposure. So, you know, it's flashing your breast if you're a young lady or your genitals as like a joke or a dare, you know, dropping your pants and mooning people. That was a big thing back in my day. I don't believe in landing people on the sex offender registry list, but, you know, things are different now. And so it's definitely something else to consider that just being a kid and doing stupid things, doing things that kids do can really have some dire consequences. So making sure that you talk to your son about some of these consequences. I know that oftentimes we tend to think, okay, kids will be kids, or we don't think that it would be our son. But if you don't have conversations around consent and you don't have conversations around being complicit, who you hang around with, if you don't have conversations about consequences, then, you know, you can find yourself, you know, trying to, in a court case with your son, because the assumption is, oh, my son would never. And it may not be purposeful that he's engaged in these behaviors. He just may not know or have clear understanding. And so to prevent all of that from happening, it's so important to talk to your sons about consent, what that looks like, and not even waiting until they get to an age where they're dating, but even starting to talk to them about what consent looks like, you know, in middle school, and also making sure that they understand that just because a girl is, you know, egging you on or telling you she wants to do this or that, that they don't have to engage in that type of behavior, right? I know that, you know, sometimes boys get ragged on for being a virgin or not having had sex and things like that. But, you know, it's the same. If they're not ready, if they're not ready for the responsibility of what can come with sex, meaning babies, STDs, all of those things, then they don't have to engage in those behaviors, no matter who's saying what. And so making sure that they're cool and comfortable and saying no as well. So I know it's rarely talked about, but boys can also, you know, find themselves in situations where they have been taken advantage of, not because they wanted to, but because that's how the situation went down. And so this is going into a different area. But, you know, if a teacher has started to come on to, you know, your son, it may not be something that you know about or are aware about, but even, you know, explaining to him what that looks like in terms of consent. So no, you know, no means no, whether it's a female, you know, saying no, or it's a male saying no. So no means no. Just making sure that your son is clear on that and making sure that he understands about, you know, what being complicit means and then understanding the consequences of some of these behaviors and knowing that any of these things at any point can happen. And so just helping him to make wise choices and helping him to understand about putting himself in being aware of the situations and things that are going on around him so he's able to make good choices. All right. Well, that was another episode of the Raising Sons podcast. If you like this episode, please share and subscribe. 
Tell all your friends about it. Until next time.